I surround myself with frequency raisers. It's like an, it's like a 101 for me. I've got my core people who absolutely lift me up and they've got, you know, the same kind of values as me. They're kind of on the same kind of journey, all ambitious, predominantly women who just want the best. So if you're having a moment where you're like, oh my God, and I just don't feel off or I've got a load of questions. And I'm like, is this the right thing? One call and your frequency's up again. The other person can see you for your higher self and they, you know, you give them a lot of inspiration. So they're just like, what do you want about? No, 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 remember who you are. Remember how I see you. Remember what you are capable of. I think those people in your life are just absolute gold dust. Yo, Ryan Hartley here from Always Better Than Yesterday. Welcome to the interview sessions where I put my curious questions to inspiring people with one goal in mind to help you be better than you were yesterday in your heart and in your mind. Today is episode 115 and I am joined by Samantha Clinch. Samantha is a radio presenter, she's a voiceover artist and she is a hand model. We have an amazing conversation. I really hope that it inspires you in some way. These interview sessions are brought to you by our great friends at Web Creation. Head to webcreationgroup.com for stunning websites at sensible prices. If you want to find yourself an online community to grow with, search no further, head to Facebook, type in We Are Always Better Than Yesterday. It'd be our honor and privilege to have you come and join us when we can grow together. If you want to head to our website, we have uh, some merchandise available. If you want to show the world that you are always better than yesterday, you can do that with our t-shirts, our hoodies, our hats. It'd be amazing if you wanted to join us in the mission of helping the world be a little bit better than it was yesterday. One person, one team, one interaction at a time. That's enough from me. Let's dive into episode 115 with Samantha Clinch. Always love, guys. Samantha, welcome to the Always Better Than Yesterday podcast. So good to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. So excited to be here. I was umming and ahhing on whether I introduced you as the hackney hand model or just Samantha. And uh, I, I'm really looking forward to this chat. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for that. Yeah, I am. I am Samantha, but also known as Hackney Hand Model, especially in the mean streets of Hackney. So what, what else are you known as? Um, so as well as being a hand model, I am a voiceover artist. I'm a presenter. I'm a radio host. And I've coined the term a mindset and winning expert. <laughs> so that summarizes, I think, what I do. Yeah. Talk to me about mindset and winning expert. What's that? So, so... I basically win everything. Like I'm just that person that wins everything. Like it started out on Instagram, literally when Instagram started, there was this competition to win a new coat. So I was like, oh, I need a new coat. Played along, ended up winning an Armani jacket and like got to go to the shop, choose whatever one I wanted. And then from that moment, I was like, I can just apply for competitions and I'll just win them. So anyway, and then it started growing and growing and growing to the point where like I won so many, like I would win food and wine and like nights out and like event things. And then a year's supply of vegan chicken nuggets. And then I won, <laughs> <laughs> that's the best one. And then I won my BBC radio show. And from that point I was like, there's definitely 
something linking these and I just wanted to go deeper and find out why I win all these things because I think that's the biggest question isn't it it's like why mm. so if you go right under the surface and I realized it was genuinely all to do with mindset and if we release the blockages that we have to do with sort of like negative self-talk then we can genuinely achieve anything and win mad stuff I love that that's such a cool story um I want to dive into to loads of different uh, cool things that you've got on at the moment, but I just want to kind of acknowledge that I am an imposter when it comes to the voice space. Like I, I never set out to start a podcast. I just have my curious questions. So I'm going to be asking you loads of questions about like tips for podcasters, how to use your voice, maybe t- uh, you, tips that you might have around asking questions. Where do you start? How did you get into radio? So I started radio alongside training at drama school. I was just sort of like, it was like a fun thing with my friend, Nick, and we presented for Marlow FM. We had like a rhythm and blues show and it was really silly because me and him met doing drama stuff. So we would do silly sort of improvisations on air and we do like radio play stuff. And it was like really, really fun. But obviously I never really thought about it as a career because I was like, I'm going to drama school. I'm an actress, like this is what I'm going to do. And that's just Mm. fun. And then sort of going through drama school and doing all the vocal training and things like that, they would always pick up on my voice and everyone would be like, you've got a really good voice. You need to probably like work on this kind of thing. And I think it's from having that sort of exterior belief and then you kind of going, oh yeah. To then sort of years later when I was like, oh God, I can make a profit from this. (laughs) Great. Let's just add it to the thing. And then, so, and I think obviously drama school's trained to me well in order to like sort of use my breath properly and sort of with diction and things like that. But um, really, I think vocal work really works when you're just engaging and like when you're really listening and, and that sort of creates a really good sort of radio perspective. So I love listening. I love talking. I love sort of asking questions. And obviously if my voice is quite nice to listen to, then it's going to help get the listenership in. So it all kind of seemed to work out well and, and yeah, now I sort of present quite a lot on the radio, which is great. Which radio? Um, so I work on Hoxton Radio and I work for BBC Berkshire as well. And I do like little bits here and there on like Nettle Radio. And I've just got a new job with a brand new commercial station that I'm not allowed to talk about. <laughs> but it's so exciting. That's starting in February. So yeah. Awesome. What is it about? voice what is it about audio that you think it's so personal isn't it you know your people your people are taking you with them throughout their day what is it about voice that really captures you it's so funny isn't it because I think voice can really hold people back it's the first thing people say isn't it they're like oh I hate the sound of my own voice oh I hate it when I hear myself back on you know voice notes or whatever mm. but it's that that ties into so many different things like if we just forget the judgment of what people would ever think about us and we become so authentic, your humor's coming through, your personability is coming through, your sort of knowledge and experiences are coming through and people are relating to that. And so for me, using my voice, I kind of forget all the exterior work that I've done. I've done the work and that's all in there and that's great. And I know it sounds good, so whatever, cool. We'll Mm -hmm. leave it there. But the sort of outside view is that this isn't for me. Like, you you know, you don't do these podcasts for yourself. You're doing it because you want to learn, but you want everyone else to learn as well. And I think that's Mm -hmm. so important. It's when you realize that what you do is for someone else to help someone, everything's forgotten because there's something greater than yourself. And I think that's so important. Mm. 
you have guests on your show, you know, artists and the like. How do you keep calm under pressure? It's really funny, actually. I thrive off pressure. So mm. I like, that's like my adrenaline. Like, I love it. If there's, so there was one time in the studio when we triple booked these guests and all of a sudden people were just coming in and in and in. They were like, oh, I thought I was booked in today. And I was like, no, you were booked in for like next week, but come and sit down, let's have a chat. Like, and it was that, that I think I just genuinely, you sort of like level up, don't you? And you're like, right, mm. let's go. It's fight or flight in that sense where you're just like, let's have the best time ever. And it kind of like, you've got to forget your worries and your problems and your questions. And I'm like researching who they are, like, trying to be like, yeah, oh, and then you've done this. And like, it's so fun. And I think yeah, when yeah. you're having so much fun, they come across better. You're just having a great time. It sounds better to the listener. Um, yeah, so I love being under pressure. I'm a very like, last minute person I will always leave things the last minute I think it's for the kick but also I just yeah get the thrill out of it and and sometimes we don't really learn the lesson because when we wing it and we get through it it doesn't really teach us not to do that ever again right oh, I know. <laughs> we don't that's amazing and um you know and I think I think I, I talk about doing what you love a lot and I, and I think a lot of that is to do with the pressure that we face and you know uh, John Gordon, he's a leadership expert and he talks about uh, the coffee bean and he says that hot water, it softens the carrot, it hardens the egg, but the coffee bean transforms the environment. So at, under that moment of stress, it brings out the best. And I, and I think what you've just described there is that many people will go to mush in those situations. They would crawl under the desk and go, this is awful. But I love the fact that you just brings you to life. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I did loads of sort of research recently into introverts and extroverts and mm -hmm. how, because that those kind of phrases for me were always like, oh, introverts are shy, extroverts aren't. No, when you go deeper, it's where you get your energy from. Mm -hmm. And introverts get their energy from being on their own, but extroverts genuinely get more energy off interacting and socializing and getting it from different people. It's like a brain pathway thing. Mm -hmm. So once learning that about myself, I was like, oh, it just all makes sense now. Like I'm not mad for feeling exhausted you know being on my own so much during all this and then when I'm in the studio and I'm talking to loads of people of course I'm like getting really excited because this is just how my brain is wired so I think it's good to remember that there shouldn't be like any stigmatism around sort of you know introverts being like how do you do that it's so overwhelming but really it's like it's completely different do you know what I mean Absolutely. And, and it's that balance between having real deep, meaningful questions and then having some real just curious, like I asked you the day, well, who's your favorite Spice Girl? <laughs> you know, and, and where do your questions come from? So it comes from when whenever I ask anyone anything, it normally comes from exactly what I want to know. So normally I want to know where people started mm. and like where it all came from, because I'm I'm a massive sort of believer in frequencies and alignment mm -hmm. and sort of coming to a point where you go oh my god this just makes sense and like mm -hmm. how you get to that point so when I'm interviewing successful people I'm just obsessed I'm like where were you how did you find that what sort of awful things happened in your life to yeah. get you to realize that you need to take a different direction you know and like what connects us all and all the sort of things you know there's you know there's loss there's sort of like there's hope and there's sort of gratitude. And I just would mm. love to know different people's formulas to try and like work out and establish and grow my own in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, um, I, think, I think what you're referring to is that it's all in here and all in here. It's just connected to that, isn't it? And 
you know, I, I can go from any, any point of just really wanting to know why you are, who you are, what experiences have made up your life versus if you were a biscuit, what biscuit would you be? <laughs> it's got to be done. Questions you've yeah. got to ask people. It's important. And that's a serious question. I'm asking you that. If you were a biscuit, which biscuit would you be? That's so hard. <laughs> I like all biscuits. <laughs> I really do. I think oh, it's so hard. There is this particular biscuit that is like outstanding. It's a McVitie's one and it's got like chocolate on top and it's got like a thin layer of caramel in the middle. <laughs> it's spectacular. I've not had one for years because I'm not allowed them in the house because they just go like seconds. <laughs> so whenever I see them though, I'm like, yeah. Mm. Other biscuits are available. And um, <laughs> just how does one become a hand model? Like how oh, what, was that oh. by chance? Like I'd love to know that story. So I just told everyone I was one and then phone yep. So again, it's like this whole winning mindset of like, mm. oh, if someone, like, you know, if someone tells you you've got something that's good and people are so quick to self-deprecate, aren't they? And that's like my biggest bugbear. I'm like, stop saying, like, like, cause we're so British and it's so polite mm. to be self-deprecating. It's like, no, it's not. Cause your subconscious is still listening and it doesn't mm. have a sense of humor. So if you tell yourself you're not something, it will become more of what you're not. So mm. if people are like, oh, you've got nice hands, I'd be like, thank you so much, I'm a hand model. Or like, I would sort of, you know, be doing commercial jobs straight out of drama school. And they're like, oh, can you just touch this button? I'm like, well, have you seen my hands? Because they charge more. And then they're like, oh, actually, you have got nice hands. Oh, actually, well, we'll tell this other guy who needs a hand model. And then, you know, and then it's kind of like word yep. spread. So um, I genuinely just sort of started telling people I was one and then got mm. the call. Yeah, it was a very funny moment, actually, when I got a call, like, hi, I heard your hand model, what's your day rate? And I was like, I don't have one. I literally made this up. So I just remember, like, calling my dad, like, dad, what's my day rate? And he was just laughing, like, can't believe this happened. This is ridiculous. <laughs> like, oh. That is amazing. What makes a good hand? Just perfection. So, you know, you've got to have good bone structure, first yeah. and foremost. Um, sort of like an even skin tone, straight yeah. fingers. A lot of people come to me and they're like, have I got nice hands? And I'm like, you look like you've broken every finger. No. Um, netball, netball fingers. Yeah. <laughs> Savage game. So yeah, so just sort of like, and also <clears throat> the ability to completely tell everyone you are one and just go for it mm. and not even think about it. Like if you genuinely think you've got nice hands, there is no set route. It's the weirdest industry in the world. So just tell everyone <laughs> until you get a job. I love that. You strike me as someone that takes yourself very seriously and yet not seriously at all. <laughs> That's a really good description, I think. <laughs> That's amazing. And um, you're using your vocal gifts, your vocal talents, and you've started various other ventures. What are they? Yeah. So, well, I've just released a voiceover, how to be a voiceover actor course, actually, mm -hmm. which had another five star review this morning. So Very great. Nice. So lovely. Again, like that's what it is, isn't it? It's like when you've got something and obviously you're like, oh, I can, you know, I could probably make an income off this. But at the same time, I'm actually more passionate about what I'm sharing. And then mm. when you get reviews through like that, you're just like, it's so amazing. It just makes you feel, it's like so, it's so wonderful. Um, so, yeah, so I do that and I, do lots of voiceovers, mainly for um, hilarious sort of corporate clients. Mm -hmm. And I genuinely can't understand what I'm saying 90% of the time. I'm, I'm just reading the script, like hoping it sounds normal. Um, yeah, lots of bits and bobs, mainly radio and stuff like that. So yeah. And you've released a, a podcast, The Fianna, Fianna, Fianna? Oh my God, yeah. Of course, yes. So the Fianna Show. So the Fi so Fianna is um, a group 
for pioneering sort of entrepreneurial women. And um, the girl that runs it was like, I'd love you to head up the podcast. So I head up the podcast. This is a while ago now. Um, But yeah, so I head that up and I had some amazing chats because obviously the Queen's Gambit came out and I spoke Mm. to the female leading chess champion. It was like, it was like last year now. But, um, but yeah, I thought how relevant. So I got the podcast back and it's just been great to share with people because chess is now fashionable in that sense, you know, because Netflix. <laughs> but, um, but yes, yeah, so that's amazing. But I've got plans to release my own podcast as well and mm. just talk to a lot of people with a lot of mad jobs like myself. So, so yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. What, um, where do you take your inspiration from? Learning. So a lot of my inspiration for growth mindset comes from the bad times. Like Mm. every single time you feel sad, every single time something doesn't go your way, every single time something makes you feel off. Those are times that when you're really down, crying, frustrated, whatever, you have to just shout learning, learning. And it cuts Mm. through it. And then you go, okay, cool, what am I learning? And then it becomes a fun game. And then it becomes this game of like, cool, I'm learning something, what is it? Okay, why does that affect me like this? What is what are they saying from their point of view? Like really try and understand where the other person's coming from. Mm. Really try and get into their shoes because that's when we learn the most about ourselves. It's because nothing is never about us. It's always about the other person. So if we can kind of like delve into the other person's world a little bit more, we have a better understanding for ourselves, I think. Yeah. My equivalent of that word learning is I say good. And I'm like, I've, before I know it, I've said the word good and my brain's like, what are you on about, mate? Yeah. There ain't nothing good about this. And then because you've said it, your brain's like, something's not right here. You need to start finding the good. Start finding the yeah. good. Yeah, I love that. I do that with grateful as well. Like if I've got thoughts mm. that are like, no, this is like everything's going wrong kind of thing. Just say grateful because it's scientifically proven. If you say grateful, you cannot fire negative emotions in your mind because mm. gratitude always wins over negativity, which I think is stunning. Mm. You talked about vibrations and energies and what do you do to make sure that your energy is high and good? I surround myself with frequency raises. It's mm. like an, it's like a 101 for me. I've got my core people who absolutely lift me up and they've got you know the same kind of values as me. They're kind of on the same kind of journey, all ambitious, predominantly women who just want the best. So if you're having a moment where you're like, oh my God, and I just don't feel off or I've got a load of questions and I'm like, is this the right thing? One call and your frequency's up again. The other person can see you for your higher self and they, you know, you give them a lot of inspiration. So they're just like, what do you want about? No, no, no. Remember who you are. Remember how I see you. Remember what you are capable of. I think those people in your life are just absolute gold dust. Mm. Yeah. You just used the word higher self and, and then various people in, in my closest network, they name their higher self. Does your higher self have a name? Really? That's such a good idea. No, I don't. I No, I should name. I don't know. I feel like I've got an image of her and I know mm. her and I see her and I am her some days, <laughs> but some days I'm not. But yeah, that's a really good, that's a really good way to tap into it, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's, um, it's, my so my good friend shout out to esther mccann she's law of attraction coach and her higher self is called tatiana and it's just we have these interesting conversations where she's like oh, tatiana was having a word with me and it just becomes that almost um 
you, you talk about encouragement and the other side of that can be accountability is that you know who you are it's like Mufasa's coming out of the sky and he's remember who you are and yeah I take a lot of inspiration from Disney I know Disney I've, I've for you? That on your on your podcast there's lots of Disney references which I fully appreciate yeah do you associate with any uh, any Disney characters um, do you know what? I don't, only because I've been doing a lot of, well, not like female ones anyway, but only because I've been doing so much research recently into like feminism and like mm-hmm. looking back at the original old school stuff for the princesses, I'm like, girls, you are not <laughs> teaching us the right thing. We do not wait for men. We do not wait to be mm-hmm. chosen. I feel like the princesses are giving a bad, giving girls a bad rep sometimes. But yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. And and that's why I love um, films like Moana. Like my daughter, she's oh, yeah. five. She's a mini Moana, headstrong in, in nobody telling her to do anything she don't want to do. And, um, you know, okay, feminism, let's go there. What, what does that mean to you? What's important to you about that? I think it's at the moment, because I've like really just started learning mm-hmm. about it. Like feminism is such a, it's such a, it's such a term that has been, it's so it's so difficult because so many people have so many opinionated views on it. And, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. but we are all feminists and like, you know, we can all be this thing, but really I've just been reading loads of books and just being like, Oh, this is how society has been working this whole time. <laughs> oh, I see. Like as a woman, I genuinely don't have the kind of same kind of rights, maybe as a man, not rights necessarily, but you know, that kind of yeah. like social sort yeah. of stature as a male. And I was like, this is just absolutely fascinating. And it makes a lot of things make sense. So I'm kind of just like on a journey of learning at the moment and mm. yeah, finding my place with it. I think. I think the point I've come to is that we can raise people up without having to put other people down. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's feminism, race, demographics, disability, like just, and I think that's an ego based thing. I think we can raise people up without having to put other people down. And, um, I, you know, I love the thing that you're doing, particularly with the, with the podcast as well, is, is just that f- put females, good females on a on a platform and, and raise them high. And I think, you know, I've, I've spoken with many people that that there's something about women, I don't want to generalise too much, but they're more than capable, yet they hold themselves back. Because whether that be mindset, whether that be society, culture, and uh, anything that we can do, I can do, this platform can do to encourage. And um, yeah, I, I just, I love the energy that you're bringing to the conversation. And But not just that for, it's just a spirit of giving. You know, what is that? Is that a conscious thing? Is that a heart-led thing? Or is that just emanating from who you are? Yeah, I think, I think I love human connection so much that I think it genuinely radiates from like within me mm-hmm. and like obviously everything that I've learned in the sense of you know being kind I think and I think there's a kindness in me that genuinely wants other people to shine so much and I want to nurture other people and I want I want things just to be the best and the most fun and I get a lot of sort of ridicule for that I get a lot of like people like oh like you know not on that and they kind of see me as a bit like, are you even real? Like, are you, you know, is this even authentic? But I'm like, genuinely, I just love joy so much. So why not always try and like reach another level of it or try and find a way around? Or like, I've got like this strict sort of policy where I don't queue, don't queue, I hate queues. So my way of not queuing is to find a fun route to get in somewhere, however else I can. Normally it's, you know, yeah. backstage or like sneaking in another door or like, like just, do you know what I mean? Like just being like that. So I think if I use that policy 
in my life, we don't have to wait around. We can cut straight to the joy. Let's just get straight in there and just like have a great time. I think it's so important. How, how terribly anti-British British of you. <laughs> I know. There's so much of that coming up, isn't there? It's like, yeah. you know, don't like queuing. I don't yeah. like old school Disney princesses. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is great. And I think people need to hear that. And, and I think sometimes leadership is just about going first, you know, being brave enough to stand in, in, in your truth and, and going first. And it gives permission for, for people to follow. Yeah. That's a really interesting thought, actually, because uh, it's so funny because I, I, going first, it's, that brings up a lot of stuff for me because I, I kind of will with the kind of kind nature that I have, I kind of will always sort of serve people first. Mm -hmm. But I've been realizing on my sort of journey recently, I'm like, no, you do have to put that life jacket on yourself first, don't mm -hmm. you? And like, mm -hmm. that's something that I'm learning at the moment a lot more of. Like, yeah. no one is in control of your happiness. You are yep. in control of yep. your happiness. And no matter how much someone can upset you or no matter how like, you know, something doesn't go your way, ultimately it's really not their fault. It's your fault with however you react. So mm. we can either stay in victim mode sometimes, or we can just, you know, get to growth mode and be like, okay, doesn't serve me. Mm. I do have to keep reminding and checking myself to like go first sometimes. Yeah. I, you know, that, that analogy of the, uh, the face mask on a, on a plane, you know, mm. do yourself before you kill. I was never going to do that. There was not a chance I was ever going to do that. It made no sense to me. But yeah. It's not until you burn out, you get burned, or you, you something's compromised that you go, oh, "I get it, yeah, I get it." And that and that's what we talk about. And always better than yesterday around first leading yourself before you before you lead others. And you've you've mentioned so clearly around you know your passions, your devotions, your um, the things that you love. You've mentioned your values and the people. And and I think there's a lot of leaders out there that suffer that burnout or that, 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 that loss of identity because they haven't created that identity. Yeah, that's really interesting. So how do you mean? Like sort of like they sort of maybe, maybe took shortcuts in a sense? Well, I, I heard something this morning that said, if you don't know who you are, the external world around you will tell you who you are. Yeah. And that's, that is when yeah. people get lost. Who am I? What do I stand for? What am I good at? If you don't know the answer to those three questions, the world will tell you what you're good at or what you're not good at. The world will tell you who you are to me in, in certain situations. And you'll always be everything to everyone else, but nothing for yourself. <gasps> that's really interesting, isn't it? Mm. I've, I love that because I've got a huge sort of... Um, I was having a chat with a friend recently and we were discussing how we are what other people perceive us to be so if you are like this really fun vibrant person you know people always be like oh you're that really fun vibrant person it's like oh yeah i am that i am that but then at the same time you're right with the whole sense of like if you don't know who you are people will show you because people come into our lives because they are mirrors we are mm -hmm. we have constant mirrors coming showing up we have constant tests and people that pop in just for a couple of months yep. just to remind you what you've not quite healed yet and if you need <laughs> to do that work because you're still getting triggered by certain stuff and it's a pattern and unfortunately yep. you can't break the pattern unless yep. you work on and, it and here's the thing you talked consciously about the group of people that lift you up with the same values imagine you had a group of people around you that didn't have the same values that uplifting process is going to be very different oh. and for many it's it's what holds people back you said the word kindness and, and unfortunately last year there was the tragedy of caroline flack mm. 
And, you know, one of her last posts was about, if you can be anything, just be kind. And everyone was like, yeah, let's, let's everyone be kind 2020. Let's be kind. And then six weeks later, we're punching people in supermarkets over toilet roll. Oh my God. Yeah. Awful. How do we, how do we, how do we restart? How do we reset? How do we create more kindness? I think kindness comes from a place of stillness Mm. because you can't, if you're walking down the street, you're busy, you've got a million things to do. Someone barges into you, your quickest, you know, you're not going to be like, thank you. (laughs) You're going to be like, oh my God. So you've got to, I just genuinely believe that kindness is a practice as Mm. much as, you know, playing a sport is a practice, as much as meditating is a practice, all these things you have to genuinely practice kindness and it starts with yourself. So if you are constantly looking in the mirror and you're digging yourself out and you're like, this isn't all right, I need to change this. Then you're going to look at the people and be like, they need to change that. They need to, like, there's no, there's no room for it. Again, our subconscious is listening. So whatever you're repeating to yourself, you can like your subconscious is growing. So mm. I think that it starts at home, start practicing kindness with yourself and it will genuinely just shine out your face. What's that quote? It's like the thoughts that you have, shine out your face like sunbeams or something what is that quote it's a really good that's a new quote that's that's yours take that (laughs) i think it's really famous i'll find it i'll send it to you but yeah if you're kind sunbeams comes right out i prefer your quote i'm gonna i'm gonna use that one forever (laughs) in a day now it's just shine out your face (laughs) that's amazing what does the words always better than yesterday mean to you always better than yesterday Always better than yesterday triggers me a little bit in the mm-hmm. sense that I'm like, do I have to be better than yesterday? Yesterday's quite a good day. <laughs> Am I all right? Will I be better tomorrow? But yep. at the same time, I know that today I'm going to put one foot in front of the other mm-hmm. and I have a chance to be a better version of myself if I want to be, mm-hmm. taking the pressure off. But also I've got a new day to learn something new. I've got a new day to unlearn something about myself. I've got a new day to ask a million more questions about a million things that can help me go a little bit deeper and learn a little bit more about myself. Mm-hmm. So of course I can be better today than I was yesterday because I'm, I'm always learning and I'm always growing. And that is so exciting. I love the fact you raised the trigger, you know, because I don't think you'll be alone. I think there'll be people out there. I need to have a conversation last night with my wife. She, she, in the early days and still now feels overly burdened by the sense of being always why and you've hit the nail on the head it's simply an intention it's simply a call to action and if you don't want to be don't be you know and then the flip side of that is being a human being we are learning beings you know you touch something hot you learn not to do it again you speak to someone that you don't like you learn not to speak to them in a certain way and it's just an awakening of we're always better than yesterday yeah absolutely love that Mm. I've really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you so much for connecting. How can people connect with you? Um, on Instagram mainly. That's where I like to hang out. It's my little corner of the internet that I like to give a lot of joy as well under all my posts. So that's at Samantha Clinch. Um, and I'm really only on there. I don't really do Twitter. So yeah, catch me on Insta. I don't do Twitter either. I'm curious to know why you don't do it. Oh, it's just a lot of. It's too. It's too negative. It's just like where people go there. I'm just like. No, 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 let's go to Instagram where we see pretty things and like, and like, you know, you know, you can modify it so you get all like the best content with like the most, yeah. you know, positive things on there. Yeah. It's mindless negativity veiled in free speech is, is the way I feel about Twitter. Well said. 
So well said. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's just how you get your refunds quicker, isn't it? So people just want there trying to get the refunds. <laughs> yeah. Or, or maybe their song requests on Hoxton Radio. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I do actually get a lot of people on there for that. But um, yeah, and tune in to Hoxton. I'm on um, on Friday, actually. I'm going to go and pre-record my show just after this. So yeah. We haven't really touched about the pandemic. Has that affected? Was that, was that hard work trying to sort that out? Were you quite able to respond? It's a lot. Pandemic is mm. a lot. Mm. Um, I live alone and I'm an extrovert. So I'm just like, <laughs> this is nuts. But do you know what I mean? Like I have genuinely learned so much about myself and like it, it is a gift in that sense but also like it's a lot day to day you really just have to take it day by day and it's it's very difficult for every single person in every single sort of different circumstance but um it's allowed me to like you know research into therapies that I wanted to do and mm. I've like had those now and I've like transformed in different ways that I didn't know I could and like I've really sort of used the time to like really go in and I think mm that is just such a gift. And I just have to keep kind of like remembering that and be grateful every time I'm like, I wanna see my mates. It's like, great, yeah. think about, you know, what you're learning. It's time to slow down, be still. Mm. So, yeah. I love that. And and one thing I, this little model over my shoulder is a bit of a gobstopper. It, it, we start from within the heart, the mind, and then the strengths that we have. And I've been using phrase like we've got the heart, the mind, the hands, and you literally do have a heart, mind and hands. Like you've got the full business. Oh, I love that. I can't actually do. Stunning. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I'd love you to leave us with a final thought from your good self. Oh, a final thought. Just sort of to go over everything that we've said. Kindness is key. Kindness starts from within. Remember that your subconscious doesn't have a sense of humor. So if you are one to self-deprecate, be careful, because it is funny to an extent, but not mm. when, you know, you know, and when those patterns come back, when the cycles, the bad cycles come back, really start to ask why, because, mm. you know, there's a lesson to be learned inside everything, the good and the bad, mainly the bad. So <laughs> know that if you're being tested on something, if you're feeling really down about something, you genuinely have everything inside you to cope and move through it and become better than you were yesterday. So Love that. Might drop, but I need to look. How do I? that's it is it and then yeah. you, like just make sure everything's really straight kind of like gentle like a, like without any you know yeah i've got quite soft hands I, i've you know I, I don't do diy or anything like that they are quite soft amazing well i'll give you a call if i need one oh, i was about to say maybe i'll just start branding myself as a male soft male hand model exactly we do anything we want <laughs> amazing peace and love thanks for your time thanks so much bye There we go, episode 115 with Samantha Clinch. I hope you enjoyed the energy of that conversation. As I like to do at the end of each episode, just reflect on some key points. I think the thing for me that stood out most was just the audacity just to label herself a hand model. It, isn't it amazing when we just own it? When we just speak something and it becomes truth? I wonder what you can just say as if it were true and the way in which the world may respond to your authenticity, your integrity, your brashness, your boldness, your courage. Let that speak something into existence. Go and go and say something as if it's true and see what that uh, has an effect. See what magnetic effect that has on you and what happens. 
I hope this has been useful. Do share it with someone. Do like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff if you have benefited from this in some way. If you've got any questions you'd like to put to Samantha directly, please email me or message me or DM me on any of the social media platforms. But, you know, you've made it to the end of the episode. I'm grateful and I appreciate you. Thanks for taking time out of your day. I'll never take that for granted. Have a great rest of your week and I'll speak to you again soon. Always love. Thank you.